0: Welcome to Wisdom from the Mountain, a podcast about intuition, spirituality, and following your path. I'm your host, Tara Alexandria. I'm a psychic medium, intuitive guide, and healer. I'm here to support you to live from your intuition and find true healing and authentic growth. Thank you for being here and for your willingness to live your best life for yourself and for the world around you. Today, I want to talk about being a sensitive person. You might identify as an empath, an intuitive, a highly sensitive person. You might just realize that you're more sensitive than other people. You might have taken the time to develop your own sensitivity. Sometimes we tend to look at ourselves as incapable or small because of this. We feel like we aren't as good as the rest of the world or as capable as others. We don't feel strong. We don't feel all of the words that are really revered in our culture. But what I really feel with this and what I feel is so necessary for me to talk about today is to really learn to get to the point where you know that your sensitivity is important that it has a purpose, that it has a place in this world, that you're supposed to be sensitive for whatever that reason might be. And I certainly don't know that reason. I am just someone that thinks a lot about all of this stuff and I counsel around it and I work through it in my own life. I'm a really sensitive person. I have been sensitive physically my whole life. When I was younger, I would easily get sick or I had a lot of accidents that affected my health. It bothered me at several points in my life. I felt like I wasn't as strong as other people. I felt like I couldn't live life with the same attitude or the same structures as other people because it often felt like I couldn't keep up and I would push myself and often make things worse. I wasn't accepting where I was at with any sense of grace. I'm also very emotionally sensitive and when I was in my twenties and started to really get overwhelmed with my feelings for other people. I often felt like there was something wrong with me. I felt like no one else felt like I did. No one else could ever understand. I would tear up when people were telling their own stories and I would tear up at movies. Sometimes I would cry during happy parts of movies and I would just be like, what's wrong with me? Like no one else around is crying. No one else feels like this is intense, but it was to me. I'm also spiritually sensitive. I work in the spiritual realm. I counsel in this realm and I'm always kind of connecting on a regular basis to spirit. So when I work with you as a client, I am intending to be fully connected to spirit. I'm not trying to connect to my brain or, you know, my thinking, my ego mind. I'm trying to connect to something higher, something above, right? Something that feels like the direction of up. This connection, I feel, actually makes you more sensitive when you're first learning it. And I'm not actually sure if you ever stop being so sensitive, like the stronger you get maybe as a medium or a psychic or an intuitive person, maybe, maybe, but I'm still pretty young. I have been doing this work for so many years. But I think that I'm stronger today and I am less spiritually sensitive when I choose to turn off whatever that channel is that I open to than I would have been even five years ago. I was way too open five years ago. I was sensitive to everything. I was overwhelmed by life itself. And that was my fault. That was my being irresponsible and not... um, having good uh, energetic boundaries, all of these boundaries are very important. And I will talk about that um, a little bit. But the first thing I really want to say is that the first thing to do is to accept your sensitivity, and sort of own it. The more you're upset about it, or the more you simply throw up your hands and say, this is just how it is, and it sucks the less power you have to gain any type of control or appreciation even for what your sensitivity is, what it represents. So for an example, if you are physically sensitive, if you have a physically sensitive body and you have to be careful with food or with the activities you do, um, if you have to really manage your health in a specific way and you take moments where you neglect it and you try to live like other people you try to be um, in little quotes normal you are really rejecting the truth of your body you are telling your body that it's wrong but therefore telling you that you are wrong you are rejecting yourself as though you don't belong here on earth because you somehow don't live up to the same standards or ideals as other people And if this sounds silly to you, and you have never held yourself um, accountable um, in a really difficult way for being physically sensitive, then great. I'm glad you've never been there. I'm glad you've always honored your body and really um, let it be, (laughs) then that's great. Um, But I know that I, for one, have been in that place before where I just push. I push for every moment of feeling like, yes, I am just as capable as this person next to me, even if the real truth is that I'm not. There are so many physical limitations, although I don't really like that word, but um, limitations and boundaries that we often have to exist within. And boundaries is really a better word here. Boundaries is what I was saying earlier about having the understanding for yourself that maybe you can't do what everyone else is doing. For a long time, I used to really think that one day, if I took care of my body well enough, I would be so well that I could do the Pacific Crest Trail from Mexico to Canada all the way across the U.S. backpacking. Now, my body is not built for that. And for a long, long time, I used to be like, nope next year i'm going to be capable of this by january of next year i'm going to go ahead and commit because i've seen other people do this i can prove that i'm strong who i was proving to i don't know i've just always had this drive inside of me to be very um physically capable and have never really gotten to that point <laughs> and i realized finally um just within the past few years that that is not within the scope of what my body even wants to do here. And I needed to kind of recenter and realign myself with why I had that yearning, why I even wanted to push myself beyond that kind of point that was not honoring who I am or I suppose what I have to work with on this planet. It literally took me years to get to this point where I really valued what my body had to teach me. Within its sensitivities, I began to value my relationship to food. I began to value my relationship to movement and sleep and really understanding what my body needed in order to thrive because often I would push myself until I got sick. Often I would have extreme bouts of pain and episodes where my spine and neck were in total misalignment and I was in so much pain and had to see chiropractors and acupuncturists and just do so much work to get my body to a place where it was okay again and then I would just rotate back into the same cycle of kind of pushing it too hard trying to keep up with people that were physically a lot healthier and stronger than me but I realized that So much of what I have to learn is around healing. My body is teaching me. My body is teaching me from a huge standpoint of what my life's work is, where I really belong, uh, doing work in the world, putting all of my energy and honoring that doesn't take away anything. I used to feel that I was losing out on so much by being this sensitive person. I used to feel like I was missing out on bonding and having friendships and just thriving. And I felt like all of these experiences were so far outside my reach. But once I really came to terms with the fact that all of that was essentially my imagination, it was just my mind kind of creating a really negative viewpoint on a circumstance that really didn't have that much bearing on reality. Because once I got into my own reality and really accepted what I now tend to call my body's rules, my body's rules are kind of like a blueprint of what my body needs in this world, (laughs) what my body needs to feel good, to be healthy And of course, when I discovered Chinese medicine, it was a real release into accepting that my body did need certain things in order to thrive. I once had a teacher who took my pulse and she essentially told me all about my body's constitution and what I needed to do to stay healthy going forward in life. And I started doing those things and my health changed, It improved, it got even stronger. And I just realized there really is a blueprint here. And I haven't actually um, put my finger on why we might be physically sensitive on this planet. But one of my theories is that highly sensitive people and people with more sensitivity than others on the planet are often artists, are often creatives, are often caretakers, and All of these roles are so important on our planet today. They are important for our planet's future, literally for our planet getting better itself, because our planet is so unhealthy, because the state of our world today, how we really live in our world today is putting such a strain on the environment and really taking its toll. And in a larger sense of um, the human race, we need to grow. We need to grow into more sensitivity, more cooperation, more peace. And we've needed that for thousands of years. But we're at this beautiful tipping point in history where we have less war than ever before less collective violence than ever before even though we still see violent eruptions even though we still see really difficult behaviors in the world so much of our world is moving forward we are having this huge consciousness expansion and more of us today are sensitive because our roles are needed it is so highly important to begin this transition into a more peaceful race into caretaking others and our planet. And even though this is just a theory, it gives me a sense of great purpose when I can connect in with my own physical sensitivity with my own self understanding around that and say, there is a greater purpose, there is a reason. doesn't have to matter so much that I'm not as physically strong as I might have wanted to be at one point. And now I can open up to, okay, like my sensitivity is here for a reason. I also believe that so many people today are becoming more sensitive simply because they are moving closer to spirit. So what I mean by that is that more people today than ever are choosing to connect to their intuition. They're choosing to follow their own path. They're choosing to live within their own beliefs and ideals and understanding of the world and choosing to break norms, choosing to go against the status quo, choosing to stand up to corruption or even just structures that don't feel as good as they could. So this can be like many of us who feel that capitalism isn't maybe the best thing in the world and isn't, um, has maybe some limitations that um, can be really faced if we open our eyes and try. And sometimes when we have to break down these structures, when we have to wake up to them, There's a lot of strength that we then have to have, that we have to stand up with, that we have to implement in our life, in our own behavior, um, or maybe we speak, maybe we create an organization, whatever it is, we're then using that sensitivity that um, brought us to this point, that intuitive connection that woke us up to this change that we wanted to make on earth in order to make things better. And being so highly connected to spirit, being so highly connected to yourself, to your intuition is such a gift. It's not just a gift to yourself. It's not just a gift to your life because you're going to be happy living what you want to live, Um, you know, having the relationships you want, having the career or the work in the world that makes you feel valuable and that makes you value what you do. But you're going to be so strong for the rest of the world as well. It's going to serve so many people because you have really created this connection that goes way beyond the ego and maybe even beyond the broader consciousness to the higher map of what we're living out, whatever this is that we're doing as spirits here on the planet, here in the universe. And you've brought down a greater ideal. You've brought down something to reach for, to change, to create. You have done work by being intuitively connected, by being sensitive. And this is, to me, one of the strongest forces in our world today. The fact that so many are becoming sensitive, to me, is a great indication that we're actually evolving as a human race instead of just kind of tripping forward in the same circles and cycles as we always have. And maybe we will, maybe we won't actually make progress. But at this moment, I don't believe that because I feel that in the past 100 years alone, we've made incredible progress. And I think that, If we continue to be focused on healing humanity, on healing the planet, things can only improve. Things can only get better. So when your emotional sensitivity begins to overwhelm you, it's really important that you center yourself. Again, get centered in recognizing that emotional sensitivity is a beautiful thing. Not putting yourself down for it, not feeling like this shouldn't be happening, not feeling like, why am I more sensitive than other people, but instead really honoring the emotions that you're having, that you're connecting with, really honoring that you are feeling something for another being, whether it's a human, an animal, the planet itself, and really being okay that you're feeling probably low. Usually when we're feeling really emotionally sensitive, we go low, right? We get sad, We feel depressed. Um, Sometimes we just feel overwhelmed. We feel like the problems are too big and there's nothing to do. Um, And this is okay too. Sometimes that's where we're at. Sometimes that's all we can handle because again, we're sensitive and we have to kind of, I believe, consolidate our power around that. We have to really give ourselves space sometimes. And so maybe our emotional sensitivity Is here as a way to be a protector, a guardian, maybe feeling emotionally sensitive and maybe being one of the people on the planet that is really emotionally sensitive is a way of you giving us notice that there's something wrong with something in the world. And when I say us, I mean the people around you that at that moment maybe aren't experiencing that emotion. So often when I'm triggered into a really low feeling um so I have to be really careful with the TV I watch and sometimes it really frustrates me I'm like I should be able to watch this show it's just a show it doesn't matter if there's violence or sad situations or whatever, it's just a show, I should be fine. But the truth is I'm not, I'm often overwhelmed by scenes, by what's happening, um, by the characters. I get like really attached to a character and just feel like my world is ending if anything bad happens with them. And so I have to like monitor my intake (laughs) and sometimes it can really annoy me. But I think that my emotional barometer is just to be really alerted to other people's pain, to other people's traumas, and that this has been developing in order to serve me in my work, in order to serve my clients, and so that I can really do my best work in the world. I believe that it has a purpose, because if I'm not able to be attuned to someone's situation, to have real compassion and empathy for what's happening, then I'm doing a disservice to those people. Now, I do believe that with time, that this sensitivity is something that can be worked with. Of course, Um, just like I said earlier, you can become still really intuitive and energetically connected, but build good boundaries, good rules, good understandings of what you need in order to stay Um, in the right mindset, or in the right energy. Let's just consider for a moment that people can be desensitized to everything, whatever's happening in the world, what's happening to another person, um, what they hear, and you are that kind of emotional buffer in the middle that kind of alerts the general people who are kind of looking on and you're the person that says, Hey, something is wrong here. Something is going on. Something needs to be healed under the surface of things, or maybe right on the surface of things. And you're able to raise that alarm. You're able to raise that alarm and bring that understanding forward of whatever it is that needs to change, shift, um, be moved in some way. I would have to look this up but I have heard it before said as highly sensitive people being like canaries in the mines. The canaries would alert miners to when the carbon levels were getting too high and they needed to leave because it would affect their lungs and they could die. So being a canary, being a highly sensitive person, you alert the rest of the human race to something being wrong, something being off. And when something is needing shifted, it's not that you have to take it on all of the time. It's not that you have to take on everything. But your sensitivity is still a beautiful flag to be out in the world. Finally, this moves me into this just spiritual sensitivity and um what I want to say here might sound a little harsh but um I'm speaking with love of course and all I want to say here is what I mentioned before about how I was too sensitive about five years ago and I would get information about people just touching their hand and that was literally irresponsible um it's not uh, good for a psychic or a medium to remain open all the time. It's not ethical. And um, and I knew this and I was doing my best and I wouldn't actually share information with anyone or you know, do anything with what I heard or saw or felt. And I knew, I knew I needed training. The moment I started having this um, problem, I was like, okay, I need to talk to my teachers. I need to go get trained. And I really dropped everything and ran but what i want to say here is that you need to have boundaries and your boundaries are your responsibility so if you're having extreme spiritual sensitivity so if you're having visions if you're having dreams if you're having knowings about about other people so meaning if you're psychic or mediumistic um, abilities are really reaching out all the time to gather in information and you aren't actually working for someone or you aren't actually working on your abilities, um, in some way growing them, you need to kind of put the lid on that container and actually get a container within, uh, which you can grow your strengths. And so, for example, one container that you can grow your abilities within is using tarot and oracle cards. You can use them personally for your own life to predict, to project, to look into the future, to look into the past, to understand yourself emotionally. There are a million different ways to use these, right? But it's that daily and um, very careful and specific practice that you are growing your skills within. It's not that you can't be open and intuitive throughout your day, throughout your week, but it is not your job and it's not really necessary to be open all the time. And even if you have strange experiences where you're like, spirit just came to me or this woman's mom needed to talk to her and so she came to me, It's, again, um, not really your place unless that person has asked you to do that kind of work. And I think there are a lot of misconceptions, maybe because of what's on TV. You would never walk up to someone in the grocery store and tell them, I see a spirit with you. This is what's going on, because it's not okay. You don't even know if that person wants to hear from that person that person could have abused them in life. That person could have done something terrible and, and that person could just not want to hear from them at all. So it's no one's right to talk to you from spirit and it's not yours either. Um, And so that, that really bleeds into what I want to say about dreams and um, really just feeling that you're always getting information from spirit. So spirit is not going to cross your boundaries if you are having a lot of dreams or a lot of mediumship or psychic experiences without um feeling that you're asking spirit to come forward in some way you are actually asking spirit to come forward in some way you are either intending to have these dreams or you are feeding off of this energy of oh my gosh i'm having this spiritual experience And it's actually really important to close that energy down. When you're asleep, you're supposed to be sleeping. That isn't to say that you can't have dreams and that you can't have spiritually um, important dreams, but they shouldn't be draining you. They shouldn't be every night. They shouldn't be giving you a ton of information about other people that isn't really um, needed to know um, in your life. And Once you really set up those boundaries and set this kind of stage for yourself of, okay, I'm going to develop my spiritual sensitivity within a container. Maybe I'll use tarot cards. Maybe I'll start mediumship classes. Maybe I'll work with someone. Maybe I will start doing, um, journaling and doing, um, you know, writing from spirit. Maybe I'll do art and really sit with spirit at that time. That's great. That's your container in which to develop your skills. And It's wonderful to have a container, but it's necessary to have a container if your sensitivity has things going a little out of control and a little wild. The final thing I want to say, just to soften this a little bit, is that if you are having experiences that are outside of the norm, um, spiritual, intuitive experiences that just feel really intense, and it sounds like I've criticized them, one thing that I'll say is it can also be that spirit is trying to wake you up and say, Hey, you're a psychic or Hey, you're a medium and you should go get training and see where this could go or why this might be developing in you. Not all mediums are meant to be working mediums. Not all abilities are meant to be used just because you possess them. But it's very important to know that you do and to even look into some form of expanding on it or deeply understanding it and what its usefulness is in your life. And that usefulness can simply be feeling super connected when you are on a walk outside. It can be feeling like you have spiritual experiences when you cook dinner at night It does not have to be useful in the more masculine world sense of being something that you can use or someone can use. It can simply be being and experiencing. So no matter how sensitive you are, no matter what you have going on with your own sensitivity, it's important to honor it. It's important to let it be and to not put yourself down for it, to not criticize it, to not feel like it's wrong. No matter what its actual purpose is, um, because I just shared opinions here of course, it is important and the purpose will be different for you than what it feels like for me. The purpose may not reveal itself to you today or tomorrow, But the more you can say, okay, this sensitivity is here for a reason, the more that you'll be open to its lessons and really using it in this world. Thank you so much for listening to everything I had to say on this subject today. I know this was a really long episode and I just hope that this served because I know that for so much of my life, dealing with my own sensitivity was a chore and now I'm literally working in the realm of being connected to my sensitivity all the time and it really serving me I just hope that you can move through any discomfort you have with your own sensitivity and really own it because it's here for a reason just like you are keep listening to your intuition and trusting your path I'll talk to you soon